Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. The long term goal is being able to use this app to effectively get information about your environment no matter where you are. Being able to navigate and then Super LiDAR will show you how to get there. I'm so passionate about this because it really would change the way that I as a blind person and we as a blind community would navigate. It would be amazing. And our guest today is working with a company who is taking advantage of some of the new technologies that are starting to be offered in smart devices to help assist the visually impaired. We'll speak with Shane Lowe from SuperSense about their new Super LiDAR app, how it makes use of LiDAR to analyze distances and warn about obstacles that might pose a danger to blind and low vision users. But first for our tip of the week, this week's tip comes from Shane Lowe. So another cool thing that you can do, a little hack way of using Super LiDAR is you can use it to assess distances between you and other people for social distancing. That also works if you're following someone. So if you're standing in line, you can follow someone in front of you. And that is super convenient because you no longer have to assault them, you know, with the cane. That's really helpful. Um, You can follow people, you know, down a sidewalk or on a path and it works really well. We're also adding some like extra extended support for that to make it more formal. So it's a really cool way to be able to take advantage of that person detection as well as social distancing. And that's a great application. When I think of using my cane, it certainly gets me around and I can listen to people, but sometimes in a crowd, some people are quiet, you don't hear them and you can find the people, but if you have to smash their ankles with your cane, it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Absolutely. I mean, you know, sometimes it's kind of invigorating to be able to beat people up, but, you know, it also doesn't make you many friends. No. (laughs) At least this way you're able to choose, you know, you're able to choose based on how you're feeling if you want to commit any crimes today. And as the show goes on, we will learn many, many ways in which Super LiDAR can come in handy. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by NaviLens, a four-color QR code designed to be located and read from up to 60 feet away without the need to focus on it. Personal places and items can be tagged and shared with family and friends with codes obtained inside the NaviLens app, available for iPhone and Android. More information is at navilens.com. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Shane and getting a brief overview of SuperSense, the app we talked with him about the last time he was on the show in January. Shane, you've been with us before on Eyes on Success, but to remind our listeners who may not have heard you, maybe you can introduce yourself once again. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on a second time. I guess you didn't learn your lesson. I appreciate it. I am Shane Lowe. I'm Community Operations Manager at Mediate. I have a life outside of work in my dreams um, when I'm dreaming. I like to I do a lot of percussion stuff. I'm a percussionist. I'm an amateur audio engineer for live music, which is a ton of fun. I love reading. Um, I run a streaming platform on the side. 
Uh, so I have my hands on a lot of pies. I never get bored. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Last time you were on Eyes on Success, we interviewed you about one of your apps called SuperSense. And I thought maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. But we're really here to talk about another app that you recently released. But let's talk about SuperSense first. So the backstory, and they, they do relate a little bit, actually, because SuperSense, the goal of SuperSense is to be the most efficient, most effective scanning OCR kind of app there is. You know, So we have the barcodes, the currency, the, the document reader. And I, I really love SuperSense. Um, it has a really wide array of features that all work really well for me. Um, they're very effective. And of course, the, you know, the, the main thing about this company um, that I that I work for that I love so much just as a consumer as a person with kind of a business mindset is that they really focus on the people they really focus on the customer and what the needs of the customer are and that's really important to me as a consumer you know as a person who who votes with the money that I spend and you actually use this technology that's designed for people with vision loss yeah absolutely I'm completely blind as well um, so I use SuperSense all the time. Um, and I really do actually recommend it to, you know, my friends, uh, to people they don't pay me to recommend it to. But the thing is that SuperSense started as a very rudimentary exploration app. You know, it has now this, the object explorer screen. And that's what we started with in the very first versions of SuperSense. It had the explore mode that would identify, you know, 600 different objects around the user, you know, in your area. And it has the find mode that lets you pick a specific category, whether that be people, doorways, chairs, and searches for those specific things only. And so that's kind of the the very basic part of Super LiDAR as well. And that's the app that we'll be talking about in just a moment. All right. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the recently released Super LiDAR app and how it helps people with vision loss detect and avoid objects. In the introduction, you mentioned your new app called Super LiDAR. But before we talk about the app itself, people have heard the term LiDAR, but may not be familiar with what it is and where it's currently being used. Maybe you could give us a heads up on that. Yeah, absolutely. So LiDAR is actually pretty old technology. It came out in the 1960s. You may remember that uh, Elton John also came out in the 1960s. That was a while ago. Well, yeah, just uh, just a little bit. One of Elton's on his farewell tour now, by the way. That's it's a tragedy. I'm an Elton John fan. But fortunately, LiDAR is not on its farewell tour because uh, it was just recently incorporated into the latest run of Apple devices. So the iPhone 12 Pro, the 12 Pro Max, and the iPad Pro. And essentially what LiDAR does is it uses light waves to assess depth to get information about a space, an environment that you're in. And probably the biggest use for it these days is in some of those auto-driving cars. That's where people may have heard about it more recently. 
Absolutely, that's very true, yeah. It's using that technology to assess distances, I believe, to make sure that the vehicle that's using the LiDAR technology isn't uh, in proximity to anything else. And now that that technology has become inexpensive enough to be put into some of the high-end newer iPhones, you found a way of taking advantage of that technology to make your new app. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about what kinds of functions this app will perform with the LiDAR technology. Yeah, absolutely. So Super LiDAR depends completely on LiDAR technology. So only a device with a LiDAR sensor is going to be compatible with Super LiDAR. And what it does is right now it's obstacle-based. So um, it focuses on obstacles or objects in your area. And when you launch Super LiDAR, you know, assuming the area is completely open um, and it doesn't see any obstacle, um, then it'll just give you these three soft kind of beeps just to let you know that it's working. And um, what I, one of the things I really love about the new, you know, the iPhone 12 Pro and the, the camera field is, is unbelievable. So it can see about four feet square. So it can see off to the sides. It can see up, you know, above your head if you're holding it at chest level, but also down where the cane or the guide dog is working. Um, and it can see usually about 15 feet out. So as you're walking and you're getting closer to an object, it doesn't have to be an obstacle, but any kind of object that Super LiDAR will pick up, it starts to play a pitch. And that pitch starts out high and then gets lower as you get closer to the obstacle. And if we're, we're currently working on adding the SuperSense object detection in there. So as we add that, it'll recognize more and more objects. Currently, it recognizes about 15 different things. One of those being people, by the way, and whether or not they have a mask on. Um, and it will also report distances of those objects in addition to, you know, the pitch descending. And then also when you get particularly close, the phone will start vibrating and then it will vibrate faster in your hand, you know, the closer you get to it. So you get two types of feedback, both the auditory feedback and some tactile feedback. Yes, and the haptic too when you get close. And what kind of information does it transmit to you? You know, if it recognizes a wall versus a person, that's two different things. You might want to do two different actions. It will tell you if it sees a person. It won't tell you wall specifically, but as you're getting closer to that wall, the pitch will descend and the phone will vibrate faster to your hand. This is also the perfect time to mention that your own senses, um, as well as like the cane and the guide dog, are still the first line of defense. So um, Super LiDAR gives you extra information about the space that you're in on top of your own sensory input that you're getting. And what kinds of things does it say? Um, so it'll tell you like person in six feet, for example, um, if they don't have a mask. If they do, then it'll tell you person wearing a mask and it'll give you the distance there as well. So it, it says as little as possible that we, we try to keep most of the information audible from the pitch or in the haptic feedback because we, we want it to be as little processing necessary in the brain as possible. You know, if you're navigating a crowded area or if you're walking and talking to someone, you know, you don't want to be listening to a voice as much as you want to be kind of navigating naturally. So it's almost like a gaming kind of experience in a way. Yeah, you certainly don't want the feedback from the app to overwhelm your other senses as you're navigating around and thinking about other things. But if it can give you some information to give you a little bit of guidance, 
additionally to your cane and or your dog, that's very helpful. Exactly. That's the goal there. And just to be clear, so people understand the difference between the object recognition in your original SuperSense app that you've had out for some time and this app, the Super LiDAR app, is that with the LiDAR technology enabled, not only can you recognize the object, but the LiDAR will tell a person how far that object is away. And that wasn't possible before without the LiDAR technology. Absolutely, yeah. The iPhone cameras were just never able to assess distance very accurately. So the LiDAR is, is perfect for that distance assessment. Also, now would be a good time to point out another difference between SuperSense and Super LiDAR, which is that Super LiDAR is completely free as well. I said, I believe the last time I was here, we ask for money for SuperSense because it's so universal and it helps us pay for a lot of the research. You know, we're trying to solve problems that are difficult to solve and, and other companies haven't solved them because they're difficult to solve, which means they're also expensive to solve. So that funding helps us pay for our research, um, which in this case has manifested into SuperLiDAR. And currently these are two distinct apps, correct? Yes, two different apps. Have you used the SuperLiDAR app yourself? I would guess you have. I have, yeah. I've, I've used the uh, the first prototype. I actually haven't used the version that's on the App Store, the, the version that we released. Uh, fun fact, because I don't have an iPhone 12 Pro, I don't have any LiDAR-compatible device, but um, I have used the app when we were testing it uh, before we released it. And in what kind of application were you able to test it? Yeah, so I used it walking through an office building. So I was going down corridors, I was going you know, through doorways, up and down staircases, just traveling around, getting a sense of how it works. And what was really cool about it was uh, it really did work kind of the way that I describe it. So it augments the senses that I'm using when I travel. So I am a cane user and I use echolocation. So when I'm navigating with Super LiDAR, it gives me the feedback about what I'm detecting with echolocation, for example. So I can hear that a wall is coming up in front of me, and it's also giving me concurrent feedback indicating how close it is. On the other hand, there was a table at about my waist level. Um, and if you're familiar with echolocation, you know, you're not going to be able to echolocate something at waist level very well unless your head is angled a certain way, and mine happened to not be. And Super LiDAR picked up that, you know, that I was coming toward an object and um, I searched for it with, with the cane and found that table. And it was at the perfect height that if I wasn't looking for it, my cane would have slid right under it or right past it and it would have just clipped my side. I'm sure many of us have had that happen. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't have been fun. I would have been okay, but it, it, it saved me in that particular case from having a a slight bruise there, you know, because I walk pretty quickly. Uh, I usually have a purpose when I'm, you know, when I'm when I'm going somewhere, when I'm upright, as it were. So that's when it kind of hit me like, this thing really does expand on my senses. That's really cool. So you mentioned that you use echolocation, which generically would be like human sonar. Yes. But people use that term to mean a variety of different things. What kind of techniques do you use? Yeah, so uh, just as a, as a basic framework, I'll try to give you an example. So 
if I were to clap in this room, you can hear a little bit of echo in my background from that clap. You know, you hear a little bit of ambience, you know, this, you know, we're, it's not in tremendous quality. So it's not like you can tell where the walls are, you know, there, I, I've met some really talented people actually who can tell me based on the ambient echo that they hear from speech, for example, what kind of floors and where, like what kind of walls, like they can obtain this incredible amount of information from this ambient echo. But that's the, the basis of echolocation. So as I get closer to something, I'm able to, sometimes I will like click with kind of like a kind of sound. I usually try not to do that when I'm uh, with, you know, around like the general public. Um, sometimes I will if I, if I need that extra feedback about something at my head level. But most of that is going to come from either my footsteps themselves or my cane kind of going across the ground or I'll tap it once or twice to get kind of a general sense of what's around. Um, and that's usually enough for, for my use of echolocation. Well, and as you pointed out, some people are very good at echolocation. They've probably trained to get very precise with it. But for most of us, oh, yeah. it more or less gives just a general sense of some distant object or some object coming closer. But certainly getting the additional feedback from something like super LiDAR gives you a lot more precise information. Absolutely. That, that's been my experience for sure. Now, you mentioned that you use a super LiDAR to find a desk that you might not have found otherwise. Will it similarly find overhead objects that might nail you in the head when you're using a cane? Yes. Yeah, I can see up there. I can see up that high for, you know, tree branches that might hit your head or something like that. Especially, you know, I, I held it at chest level, so I can definitely see up that high. And you said you you held it at chest level. Were you actually holding it in one hand as you were caning with the other, or did you have it on some kind of lanyard? Yes, I was holding it. Um, we're looking into a good like way to mount the phone or like put it in a pouch and like on a lanyard or something like that. Still looking into you know the perfect one that we can recommend because a lot of people have mentioned wanting to do that, and it's you know it's a really good idea because you're not going to be able to use your cane carry groceries and use super LIDAR very effectively. Right, right. Well, and often I like to have a free hand to tell that I'm near a wall or near a table, for example. And, you know, it's helpful. Sure, absolutely. Or just, you know, if you're if you're walking with your partner, you know, you just want to have a free hand in general. It's never a bad idea to have a, a free hand. So, you know, you're always looking for ways to optimize that experience. So we're trying to look for now good ways to have the phone be useful, you know, still giving you the the super LiDAR information, but without you having to hold it. So it sounds like this super LiDAR app relies on using an awful lot of smarts. Is that all internal to the phone or is it going up to the cloud for some of this recognition capability and stuff? All of that is happening in the phone. Some of the more complex recognition stuff goes up to the cloud, but less and less of that is happening as we're optimizing the AI. You know, we want it to be, LiDAR is almost instantaneous. It's really fast. So the less cloud involvement that we have, the better. So most of that's happening on the device. And also people aren't always connected to the internet, depending on where they are and how they're traveling. Absolutely. Exactly. And we want this to be, you know, the long-term goal here is to have a universal system 
to get information. You know, we want this to, to have no limits, no restrictions, you know, based on where you are. So we want this to be anywhere you go, inside or outside, any state, any country, that it will work. Now, you mentioned that you tested out an early version of the app, and you've mentioned some enhancements that were added afterwards. What do you see as the future of this app? Where is it headed? Yeah, that's exactly it, man. The long-term goal is being able to use this app to effectively get information about your environment no matter where you are. Um, Right now, we're adding stuff on kind of a more fundamental level. So being able to tell whether staircases go up or down, um, some settings to change the pitch options so that it's not so high or not so difficult to to process for certain people, adding new ways for information to be consumed and new information that it's gonna give to the user. From there, we can expand outward to, you know, something like how can we give people GPS directions to a location and then use LiDAR to help them the rest of the way to the door because the GPS has that roughly 30 feet accuracy. Right. You don't get very close to your target with GPS. Right, right. GPS has that like 30 foot window of accuracy or something like that. So you want to have something that that's really precise, take you the last 30. So, you know, it's these kinds of methods being able to navigate inside and say, you know, where's the reception desk? And then Super LiDAR will will show you how to get there um, based on what it sees and what it what it, information it's gathered. So you know these these are the long term kinds of projects that we that we'd love to see. I'm so passionate about this because it really would change the way that I as a blind person and we as a blind community would navigate. It would be amazing. So it sounds like basically you put together the first iteration of this app. And you want to make sure you have a solid foundation from which to grow the app into other applications to see what's needed, what people like, and how it all works. Exactly. And that's why we're, you know, chatting with users all the time. You know, you can request a call in Super LiDAR just like you can with SuperSense, and we'll we'll have a conversation because we are building this just like we did with SuperSense with user feedback completely guiding what we do. With SuperSense, we started with zero users. You know, we started from from nothing. With Super LiDAR, I mean, we we started Super LiDAR after we had connections with more than fifty thousand people on SuperSense. Wow, wow! So we have an amazing group of people that have just jumped right into Super LiDAR off the back of SuperSense. So we we're making so many more informed leaps already with Super LiDAR and the development and how we're going to move forward. I'm really excited about it. You mentioned that the SuperSense app was a subscription app and this new Super LiDAR app was free for now. Do you think that will remain being free? I really think that we will keep Super LiDAR free as long as we can. And then what will happen is if we, if we have to scale Super LiDAR up into some kind of paid model, what we have and what we develop before it becomes paid will still probably be there so that you'll be able to use everything we've developed up to that point. You know, if we have some really advanced thing that we've created that takes a ton of research and development that's really expensive, we may have to ask for some kind of payment on that. But the goal is to keep as much of it free as possible. Well, and I guess right now, since LiDAR is only on the high-end iPhone 12s, 
you have to really wait until that technology is integrated into more phones that more people will have before it becomes really popular and takes off. But that'll come eventually. Of course. It's true. Yeah, more people are, are going to be phasing in. You know, as more iPhones come out with LiDAR sensors, more people are going to be phasing into this this LiDAR-equipped tech, uh, technology. It's going to be really cool to see the, the number of users that we have going up. Because, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, I love this kind of technology, but I don't really watch, you know, events like the WWDC all the time. Um, I kind of get the cliff notes from from friends. But this is something that we're going to see every year, every Worldwide Developer Conference, we're going to see more people jumping into Super LiDAR as they upgrade their phones to LiDAR-equipped devices. And that's just going to be really cool to me. Well, and it's really exciting to see that as these new technologies are coming along and getting less and less expensive, that developers like you are taking advantage of these new technologies to assist the blind in many different ways. Thanks so much. I appreciate that. I have to give all the the, uh, the programming credit to our, our developer team. Those guys are amazing. We've got a lot of friends in Turkey that, that handle the uh, the development that have worked with us for a really long time. So we we really appreciate those guys. They they make the incredible products that we uh, that we get to talk about. So we handle the feedback and and collect the information and and work with those guys to make it happen. Well, kudos to the whole team. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about both the Super LiDAR and SuperSense apps and how to contact the team that created them. If people want to find out more about the Super LiDAR app and the SuperSense app and your company, where would you send them? Please go to our website, supersense.app. It has info on SuperSense and Super LiDAR. We have a great blog there as well, lots of informative stuff. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook, SuperSense AI. You can you can interact with us there. Um, subscribe to the newsletter on our on our website. You will get lots of informative stuff there about both apps. You'll really want to see. And also, if you want to help other people be exposed to SuperSense and Super LiDAR and you enjoy the app and you want more people to be able to experience it, please rate it and review it on the App Store. We'd really appreciate that. It helps spread the word. And these apps currently are only available for iOS devices. Is that correct? Super LiDAR is on iOS only, um, but SuperSense is iOS and Android. Oh, so people can try it out. And as you mentioned, from within the apps, there's very easy ways to provide feedback and ask questions. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, as I say, you know, that's what drives our development process is the ideas that we get from users. So you can request a call within the menu for SuperSense and SuperLiDAR. You can also send us feedback um, by email through both apps. So we'd love to hear from you. And if you do not yet have the app, is there a mechanism for submitting a question or comment? Yeah, absolutely. You can send us an email, info at mediate.tech. You can do that from the website. You can contact us from there as well. Can you spell that? Yep, it's I-N-F-O at M-E-D-I-A-T-E dot T-E-C-H. And of course, you can find all of that information in the show notes associated with this episode at our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. And remember, we now have a YouTube channel, so check it out and please subscribe. If we get just a few more subscribers, we can actually get Eyes on Success in the URL. 
That's it for show number 2116. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with John Robert Wiltkin. The first we ever heard of him was when we received a mail note titled, Who Wants to Hire a Blind Interior Designer? Well, the answer turned out to be a lot of people. John Wiltkin had a very long and successful career, and we will talk with him about how he worked around his visual impairment and about some of the other challenges he needed to overcome. We hope you'll join us next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.